time. It's time. So get your popcorn ready. It will be political. Political. It will be biblical. Biblical. We must stay vigilant. We must remain watchful. So sit back and put your feet up because you're about to learn to discern the truth. Welcome to the Watchmen. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Watchmen podcast. My name is Casey. Today is Sunday, May 29th. Oh, man, I got a great episode for you guys today. Uh, The title of this message is going to be, or excuse me, the title of this episode is going to be Delayed Judgment. Delayed Judgment. And I will get into how I got on this topic as we get into the podcast a little bit more today. But uh, first of all, I just want to start out again by thanking everybody that continues to support the podcast. Uh, if you are interested in doing that, you can go to anchor.fm forward slash KC756. Go to the main page. There's a button you can click for support podcast. It's pretty self-explanatory, pretty easy. Also, another way that you can give to the towards the podcast is KC-Cusick-5. That's my Venmo. That's KC-Cusick-5. Oh, man. I'm excited to get into this topic today on delayed judgment, but before we do, I want to go ahead and uh, make a couple of quick announcements here, one of which is I've told you guys that I, I planned on starting uh, doing podcasts in video format, and so that is coming up. Uh, this week, I have my first, well, I should say it could be my first, it might be my second because I have another a couple shows in the works, but a really important one that I have coming up is I'm going to be interviewing Jesse Zaboder, who I've talked about a lot of times on the podcast before. Um, I love her. I've been following her for a few years now. She's fantastic. Her testimony is incredible. I know it'll be something that you guys will enjoy. Um, just unbelievable the things that she's seen and been through in her life. And it just her testimony is, is, is such an awesome testimony. And so I'm excited about that. Uh, that'll be uh, taped and then put on my um, rumble channel which is the watchman podcast if you go to it's literally wall one word because they won't let you space it but it's the watchman podcast and that's on rumble and uh, i had a different wa- uh, rumble channel before but i'm converting everything over to the watchman podcast on rumble because they will not let you change the username so i had to start a whole new oh man i had to start a whole new channel on there but luckily i only had a couple of videos i had a few followers um so if you hear this and if you haven't i'll, I'll make an announcement on that channel here sometime in the next day or two I'll let you know that I change channels and um, that's going to be something that's going to become a regular thing now is posting these video um, interviews. And I'm very excited about that and it is going to be awesome. But as I said about Jesse, uh, if you want to go on, she's on YouTube all the time on the reveal report every Friday. Uh, she's also on David Zubleck's show, uh, which is on, I want to say Thursday mornings. Sometimes they change it tonight, but it's, she's on that show quite often. She's on another lady's uh, show by the name of Carmen Studer who's also really incredible. She has a YouTube channel, so you can find that all on YouTube and just kind of familiar, familiarize yourself with her um, before she comes on the on the podcast. Uh, I was just this past week as well on Ann Vandersteel's show this past Wednesday, and uh, if you didn't, if you missed it or you didn't know about it, please go check it out. It's a really great interview. Uh, it was about 25 minutes long, and uh, it was awesome. Ann's wonderful. She and her uh, producer, Liz, are really great, and it was a great show, and I really appreciated them having me on the show, and uh, we got to talk about a lot of really cool things. There was a lot of interesting things and videos that were shown on the show, so I just want to encourage you, please go out and watch that um, and support Ann on her channel, 
and she has a channel actually on Rumble. I know of. I'm not sure if she has a YouTube, but it's the Steel Truth and Vandersteel, the Steel Truth, or you can go on steeltruth.com and find the video that way as well. Okay, another thing that I wanted to announce was in news, before we get into the podcast here, in news, we have the election primaries that are continually going on every week. Uh, President Trump is still giving out, he's just still doing his speeches. I just did one last night in Casper, Wyoming. It was awesome. It was, an, it was a wonderful speech again. Um, but look, we're in the election primaries right now. They're already cheating again. We see what's going on in Georgia. We saw what just went on, excuse me, in Pennsylvania with the whole Dr. Oz thing going against McCormick. And it's just, they're going to keep cheating as long as they keep these mail-in ballots. We have to fix 2020. It's fixed 2020 or bust. It's just that simple. I mean, it is that simple. Why would anybody think that it's like that's the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again, hoping for a different result? It's not going to happen, folks. We've got to go back and fix 2020, period. Some of you believe that'll never happen. Some of you believe the only way for this this stuff to go on is to uh, move forward. But um, it, it, it is, it's as simple as it has to happen. It has to happen. So watch and see. You know, that's what we're here for. We're watching the news. We're waiting and then we're reporting on what's going on. Uh, you know, another thing that I want to really bring to your attention is watch Israel. Watch what's going on in Israel right now. Their elections, they are crashing. Their their government's crashing again on account of Naftali Bennett, which we all knew who he really is. And now they're all saying again that, what do you know, Benjamin Netanyahu's going to make a return. It's going to be Benjamin Netanyahu's going to get back into power. Oh, the Bible does say that to the Jew first and then to the Greek, are we watching something before our eyes that they're going to get their president back or prime minister back before we get ours? I don't know, just something to watch, something to um, keep your eyes on. But um, now getting into delayed judgment, I was talking to a good friend of mine this past week, and um, he just began to tell me something that really had nothing to do with this podcast. But what happened was the Holy Spirit just kind of spoke to me through something that he had been describing and telling me a, a story of. And it was like, oh, my gosh, this is what's going on in our nation right now. So I literally had to research this and dive in and do a, a dig here on this. And uh, so I want to start out here by reading to you Matthew. Okay, the book of Matthew and it's verse 24. Spot here. It's verse 24 through or 30, chapter 24, 30, verse 32 through 36. And it starts by saying, it says, now learn the parable from the fig. Who's the fig, Israel? Okay. Learn the parable from the fig when its branch has already become tender and put forth leaves. You know that summer is near. So you also, when you see these things, know, know that it is near at the doors. Assuredly, I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away until all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. But, but of that day, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven. No one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only. So I just wanted to talk to you starting there because we are living in that season. We're living in the season of no one knows the day or the hour, but we're in the season. What are we in the season of? Well, if you if you go back to the beginning of, of, of chapter 24, Jesus begins to tell his disciples how you're going to know when the sign of your coming, his coming, second coming would be. 
And he said, nation's going to rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines, pestilences, earthquakes in various places. And these are just the beginning of sorrows. These are just the beginning of sorrows. But we know we're in the season, okay? We know we're in the season. So, going down now into uh, James, reading into James chapter 5, verse 7. You know, prophetic scriptures foretold how God would reveal his glory in a mighty way at the onset of the church age. And, and, and James described it this way. He said, therefore, be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, waiting patiently. Remember, we're talking about delayed judgment here, waiting patiently for it, excuse me, until it returns or excuse me, until it receives the early and latter rain. Notice he, he mentions there that there's an early rain and there's a latter rain. Now, what happens in the early rain? Uh, the former rain, some call it the former rain. Uh, and what happens is the ground becomes really soft. So the rain softens the ground so that the ground could receive the grain and so that the grain could firmly take root. And then the latter rain would come right before the harvest. And it was more appreciated because it's what actually ripened and prospered the fruit. Now that's really deep. Because if you go back into the book of Acts, in chapter 2, it was the, where the, the day of Pentecost began, was. And it was when that, the early rain actually fell. And so then at that point, what happened? As a matter of fact, I'm just going to read it to you in Acts 2, and it's verse 16, but it says, But this was that which was spoken of by the prophet Joel, and it came... To and it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams. And on my men servants and my maid servants, I will pour out my spirit in those days and they shall prophesy. I will show wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath. Blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood there before the coming of the great and awesome day of the Lord. So we see there that that is the early rain. That was the early rain. So what happened at that point? That's when people be, the church began. That's when people begin to go out and preach the gospel and they begin to soften the ground everywhere they went. They begin to soften the ground. And then, you know, there's a time, basically what happens after that, that it kind of wanes, you know, you wane off of it where everybody's excited. Everything's goes, goes well, you know, there's revival outbreak and everything. All of a sudden it kind of, it's kind of like whenever Moses and the, the leadership that was happened between David and Moses, because in the days of Moses, the children wandered in the, in the wilderness of his for years under God's manifested glory. And what happened? The irreverent were judged in the, in the death of the desert and met death in the desert. But the younger generation always feared God. And so they followed him. And they got into the land of Israel. And uh, the new generation's disobedience is what led them into bondage and hardship. And periodically you would see in the Old Testament that God would raise up a leader that would be good or that would be a judge. And, you know, even in, in a couple episodes ago, I, I had an episode about Gideon. And you get through all the good things that Gideon did. He destroyed the altars of Baal. He beat the Midianites. He did all the all this great and good and righteous and mighty things. And the Bible literally says, just like after after the judge was dead, they just reverted right back and went and became more corrupt than ever before. And it's so 
why? And you know, this is what really got me to thinking about this because this is what a friend of mine was talking about. And he began to talk about the story of Eli. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then it's when really it hit me. And so, you know, Eli was a priest and a judge, as a matter of fact. And he ruled for 40 years. And he had two sons. And his sons were completely corrupted. Hophni, or in the Hophni in Hebrew, and Phineas in English, and Pinhas is how they say it in Hebrew as well. When I lived in Israel, I knew a lot of people named Penny, and it was just short for Pinhas. And so his sons were corrupt. What were they corrupted in? Now, here's what I'm saying. So we get to the place to where we're waiting on judgment. We're watching. We are watching this in our, and I want to just read to you before I get to that, actually, in 1 Samuel, and it's chapter 3 and verse one verses one through three, it says the word of the Lord was rare in those days. There was no widespread revelation. And it came to pass at that time while Eli was lying down in his place. And when his eyes had begun to grow so dim that he could not see. And before the lamp of God went out in the tabernacle of the Lord where the ark was. So you can see in there where it says the word of the Lord was rare. Uh, God wasn't speaking as he had with Moses. You know, it kind of, it was waning down. And there's cycles that this happens. And, and, you know, there was no widespread revelation. Revelation is found in the presence of the Lord. And that's scripture in Matthew 16, 16, 17. And so there was just leadership began, began to become corrupt. And as a friend of mine was talking about this, all of a sudden it just completely hit me like a ton of bricks. This is exactly what we're experiencing right now. We are completely experiencing right now our country is the righteous are waiting so vigorously for judgment to hit these people because they've gotten away with this stuff for so long. And it almost seems like nothing is happening at all. It seems like there isn't anything happening. There's nothing going, you know, they're, they're getting away with everything and there's just no, there's no judgment. So I just begin to really, all of a sudden it just hit me. And it's like, the Bible says, now, the Bible says in um, 1 Peter 4, verse 17, it says, For it is time for judgment to begin with the, with the family of God or the house, house of God, or some say the household of faith. Different translations. So judgment starts with a household of faith. Okay, well, one thing that we can all say, if you've been paying any attention lately, is that almost every single day there's some kind of story coming out about a mega church pastor or some spiritual leader in our country right now that these people are getting in trouble and they're being exposed and they're being judged based on what they have been doing for years. And it's of two things. And this goes back to Eli's sons and you can read in through, um, you know, when it begins to talk about the sins that, that Eli's sons were doing, these are the exact sins that they were doing. They were perverted they were into sexual perversion and they were manipulating people of their money. Both things. They were stealing money and they were into sexual. Per- this is exactly what's going on today. This is what's going on in the church today. This is why the church is ineffective. This is why there is no, you know, quote unquote, move of God's going, moves of God going on. Because the so-called leaders, the leaderships in the body of Christ are into such corruption that you cannot even imagine it. It would probably make you sick. 
and this this manipulation of money look the 501c3 things all of a sudden coming um you know to a forefront i don't know those of you that have ever heard of pastor greg Locke out of tennessee great preacher i highly encourage you to go listen to his sermon from last week and find it on youtube on their church's uh youtube page but he's the IRS all of a sudden is coming down on him because of statements and stances he's taken against this government and this tyrannical, radical left regime. And, uh, you know, he went and found a lawyer last week and said that he had, they, they literally just got rid of their 501c3. They literally got rid of their 501c3. And I think that's awesome because two reasons. That's commun- That's how communism snuck into the church right there. Because they begin to tell the church, okay, we'll give you the 501c3 status as long as you, because this is what goes along with it. Because look, I've looked into getting one myself. And when I did, this is the first thing the attorney had told me. You cannot, you cannot from the pulpit or anywhere else, social media, whatever it is, um, endorse any candidate. I mean, you, you basically have to stay out of politics. So they're saying here, we'll give you something to to promote you. If people give to you, this this is the big picture here. If people give to you, you know, you can give them a tax write off. They can go get a tax write off according to it. But you can't you can't talk about anything going on in the world or political. Otherwise, we're gonna we're gonna revoke it from you. That's communism. That's 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 controlling your speech. That's crazy. And you know, if you're and. You know, I'm just going to say it. If you're giving only to get a tax write-off in the first place, are you really giving to God at that point? Like, are you really giving to God? You know, there's people out there right now that God's telling them and speaking to them to give to somebody or, you know, bless somebody. And we battle it so often. And I just want to encourage whoever that is. If God's asked you or told you to give to somebody or help somebody, help them now. Don't, don't delay and don't wait. And don't do it because they have a 501c3 or don't. But this is how communism, and like I said, I encourage you totally to go and listen to that because it is it is a great, it was really cool to hear him combat them in that way. And he's a fiery guy anyways. But so as I begin to think about that and begin to what was being said there, though, you know, the Bible begins to say that the, that judgment on Israel and why their enemies were not, it wasn't that judgment wasn't going to happen. It was as simple as this. Judgment was delayed. Judgment is being delayed right now because there has to be divine order in the body of Christ before there will be revealed glory. Because once the glory is revealed, disorder is met with immediate judgment to assure the maintenance of divine order. Judgment is coming to this to the evil in this country. Nothing can stop that. Nothing can stop that. And I want to close with this. God has a remnant right now, like those of us that are watching, those of us that are, you know, discerning what's true, what's not true, based on biblical scripture. God has this remnant. And you know, I I had mentioned this a few podcasts ago. I believe it was in the podcast titled Mixture. And I literally read this verse to you, and it was in 2 Timothy 4. And I'm going to skip two, but I'm going to go to three. But it says here, for a time is coming when people will no longer listen to right teaching. They will follow their own desires, and they will look for teachers who will tell them whatever they want to hear. 
This is what we have. We have leadership that brags about how many people they have in their church. We have leadership that brags about how much money they're making. But yet there's no move of God at all. There is no gifts of the Spirit and, and movement in, in the church at all. Now, I can't say at all because I guess there are some churches out there that are doing this, but you know, as a whole, as a, who we look to as leaders, stop. So this remnant that God has, Paul saw this, and that's why he wrote that in, to Timothy, because he saw that there was going to be an outpouring that would, that would be so awesome and so wonderful. But first judgment had to come. So I just want to encourage you today that judgment's only being delayed right now. Judgment will come. Judgment, it's going to be righteous judgment from God Almighty. And as I've said hundreds of times, and I will continue to say it, the best is yet to come for the body of Christ, and the best is yet to come for the United States of America. God bless you guys. Have a great day.